Hey, good morning. It is Saturday, April 23rd, and yesterday we did take two on the 20-mile run, and uh, I gotta, I gotta say it went, um, it went way better, and there was a lot of things that were very similar, and there were a lot of things that were different. You might hear uh, Lily Cat. She is um, pretty sure she's in heat, so she she's yelling a lot and uh, really wants outside. But uh, we're keeping her inside just because she's uh, scheduled to get spayed like next week. <laughs> so uh, holding out until then. Um, so. I'm going to name this one How to Run 20 Miles because I feel like this one was much more successful. And then kind of the second half of this ep, we're going to get into four crucified with Christ. Whereas the tradition is you always see in the photo, <laughs> the renderings, what do you call it? Uh, there's two crucified on either side, one. So, to start, uh, just a little recap of the weekend. Um, it's really awesome. Got to go out Thursday night. I uh, took Thursday, Friday off work again, just using up my vacation days. I figured uh, the time is worth. It's not worth the money. I'd rather have the time. So, getting into that mentality is quite awesome. Um, got to go out with a buddy of mine. We went up to East Rollins Pass. Uh, it's about a little bit west of Boulder. Uh, go up Highway 72, and then you hit Rollins, which is just this nothing town. I guess you could call it a town. Got my coffee this morning. And, uh... The goal was to test out the camping rig just to the greatest extent possible. And so we cooked, um, decided to try out some vegan <laughs> uh, dinner and breakfast. So we made sloppy joes with, with red uh, lentils in lieu of the meat and uh, just made an awesome sauce and buns that was dinner and overall fantastic breakfast was french toast uh with banana mashed up banana and coconut milk a little bit of vanilla extract in there cinnamon i forgot all the spices this weekend you always forget something so there's some few spices I, I missed out on on the Sloppy Joes and a few I missed the cinnamon on the uh, the French toast, but it was still outstanding. We got syrup, so that was the best <laughs> blueberries. Uh, it's just fantastic breakfast, and a buddy of mine had been telling me kind of about the, the benefits of, of a plant-based diet um, just over meat as far as energy and pure 
clean burning fuel uh, with carbohydrates and I wanted to just try it out and so leading up to the week I had run Monday Tuesday Wednesday um, and the cool thing was that I had started listening to some more ultra running podcasts and Courtney uh, Dewalter came to the forefront pretty quickly um, I listened to her before but just hearing her talk and discuss the pain cave um, kind of opened my eyes to the the pain that I was enduring on my last 20 mile run up in Waterton last weekend and uh, it totally changed my my view looking at it because initially I thought man that that pain cave that that pain uh, is something I want to um, forego as long as possible and just push you know as soon as I see the entrance of that pain cave I just want to turn away and that was my attitude last weekend was just get away from the pain cave and the the switch happened in my mind when I heard her describe it as that is the reason why I do these races is to enter the pain cave and begin carving it out uh, with a chisel and a hammer as I enter into that pain cave that's that's where I want to be so describe kind of a, a to and fro of mental carrying your mental toughness carrying you versus sometimes your physical toughness is what carries you and I really experienced that uh, yeah. Lily is climbing the uh, the sauna that's pretty usual So I really experienced that, and I did a different uh, route this time. So there's a few things I did differently, and I would recommend all of these. So <laughs> I had how not to run 20 miles last weekend, and the big keys were I didn't have enough water, um, I didn't have the right shoes, socks, and really uh, nutrition was the other big thing. So, and taking a rest day right before. So, I took a rest day yesterday, or sorry, Thursday, and that was the day I went up uh, camping, and I didn't get the best night's sleep, but I slept well. It's just been so windy recently, um, so it was like calm, quiet, cool until midnight, and... I had my my uh, Casio watch on, and so I knew midnight. Uh, I woke up just with this extreme wind, and I've been a little bit nervous about my my homemade camper just holding up in the wind. But lo and behold, she did fantastic. Uh, I I was a little worried because I I had I now have like a fifty pound solar panel on top of it, but. I don't think the wind is really catching that at all. Um, it's just going right through it. So that was a success. Uh, I'm thinking about creating hard sides 
I've seen a camper that has like hard sides that fold in and fold out. And I think that would be absolutely freaking awesome because it just kills the wind um, when you have a hard sided. But we'll see. That might be in the works. So back to the the preparation. I I had a rest day. We went for a small hike, um, me and my buddy, and went up. Uh, we were we were camping at about ninety two hundred feet, and it was surprisingly just an awesome evening. We didn't get cold until the sun came down, and then uh, we cooked dinner, the sloppy joes, and started a fire. We're up till maybe nine thirty ten o'clock. And then killed the fire, climbed into bed, and I was out. So got a fairly decent night's sleep. You always think about camping. Uh, it's not quite the same anywhere you get it, but it was a really good night's sleep um, comparatively <laughs> to, uh, to you know, being outside. But um, in the camper was awesome. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an episode... Um, photograph for this one of the, of the camp setup. So y'all uh, check that out. Tell me what you think. Um, Lily. All right. So we had a rest day, good food the night before and the morning of, and then we drove back home. And then, man, it was... We were, we were getting about 50 to 60 mile per hour gusts consistently back home. And my mind told me, just wait until tomorrow to go on your, on this run. And, uh, I was convinced otherwise because there's no time, but now if I would have waited till today, it's even, it's even windier today. And beautiful thing is the wind was really bad but it had its ups and downs so there were some times where I was just barely you know chipping away at my my steps every step was maybe a foot and uh just with the wind in my face I I uh had a different preparation on my my head I I had a towel because the temperature when I left my house was 85 degrees. It's like the hottest day of the year so far. And when I got back, it was 75 degrees. So it dropped 10 degrees, but that was over three hours and 15 minutes. Uh, it took me to get, I, I'm approximating 20 miles. I ran uh, from Wheat Ridge out to downtown Golden through downtown Golden, up the hill uh, to the south, and then Washington Street is pretty cool in Golden, so I wanted to run on that, and uh, ran up, walked back down, because I was eating a bunch of food, and there's a bunch of people out there, so walked back down, and I'll talk about my nutrition, because um, reminds me of, that was really my only break of walking during the entire run was halfway and I refilled on uh, two mandarin oranges and I think I had four um, chocolates chocolate coconut cluster bars 
and overall my energy stayed consistent the entire time after that turnaround is really uh, where some of the similar pain started to set in and I realized man this this is something I'm not going to get away from and it's just something I'm going to have to let my body carry me at some points and my mind push me through at others and it was awesome because there was some points that I did see uh, really it was kind of the same as last time a little bit after 15 miles um, I started to feel good again and my body was just chucking away I was running really well at that point and hucked in the last five miles and I didn't walk at all until the very very end I decided to walk the last hundred meters or so and man when I got home those those last meters um, everything was calm and there was this really dark cloud uh, over the entire um, area and I just felt this vibration vibrating feeling of the runners high once I stopped and I'll tell you that is really something you cannot buy it's earned and it's much better than any drug you'll ever find so the 20 miles I did take an extra liter of water with me so instead of having 0.7 liters which I would never ever recommend I had about two liters I would say I had a two liter uh, bladder in my back and uh, yeah filled it up a little over halfway so I crushed all my water again I think two liters is maybe appropriate for 20 miles but probably that's still not enough um, but the good food was fruit uh, something that Chad recommends is eat fruit on your uh, on your ultras. So ate a lot of fruit. That's uh, Miss Katie coming back home. So I think this might be a good transition point. I'm gonna go say hi to her and then uh, get into the four crucified with Christ. All right, love you guys. All right, we got uh, round two here. Uh, we missed a day, but here we are Sunday. So had a just an awesome day, rest of the day with Katie. Uh, yeah, went for a nice long walk together, and then we went out to tacos, tequila, and whiskey, had some... Uh, just great food and I was so hungry from uh, from the run the day the day before that come about you know three o'clock decided to whip me up some mac and cheese and just pound some uh, some Annie's Mac and then went out and had four tacos just excellent food chips and guac and a nice ginger ale. Um, 
Yeah. Been really enjoying enjoying life. I wanted to recap just a few things. I re-listened. <clears throat> I just had about an hour and a half sauna session. <laughs> and uh, I decided I was going to get my workout in, in the sauna. And I drank... I think a liter and a half of water during the sauna session. And uh, I do abs, push-ups, and squats when I'm in the sauna. And had an awesome, awesome ride with with it. And I told myself, you know, I'm going to do my standard workout. And about halfway through, I, I really wanted to quit. And I actually had to, this was the first time I had to lay down at the very bottom of the sauna just to uh, not pass out. But the fun was, Lily, Lily found the piece of cheese I dropped. <laughs> so I got to re-listen to this for the first 15 minutes or so and then sort of listening to some J. Cole let Nas down and uh, I just got totally amped to uh, get a workout in so spent about an hour <laughs> working out after that in the heat and geez the sweat that comes off you is it, it's a different it's a whole different world so I, I re-listened and I wanted to recap four things because I, I just missed a few uh, in the heat of all the uh, the last 15 minutes of the episode from the the 20 mile run and the success so it was the water having enough water which I may still not have had enough but I felt like I close to two liters is is close probably still light for for 20 miles. Uh, fueling off of fruit and uh, had some vegan chocolate coconut <laughs> cluster bars. Really good. Bunch of those. I was going to bring a banana, but I just thought it was going to get crushed. and So I didn't bring that. I brought about eight uh, little mandarins. Ate them all. Uh, probably eight <laughs> coconut bars. Ate all those. So really good fuel. And then it was good shoes, so I ran in my new my new shoes this time. And then I was listening to Courtney, and she talked about these uh, toe socks uh, in Jinji. I think I think that's pronounced. And so, as soon as I heard her say, uh, <laughs> "Do you run in these?" and the other guy was like, "Yeah, I finally I finally got these toe socks." And so I ordered four pairs and. Uh, That'll, that'll do me for now. And then uh, I did hit it again with the Salty Britches uh, Chafing Cream. <laughs> That's Lily. Upstairs. She's so loud in her uh, purr. So the Salty Britches got on all, all the hot spots. My feet are actually feeling good. I feel like I might have a little blister like right on the, the uh, ball of my foot. But it's not forming. I think it's just a hot spot. 
the final thing I wanted to touch was the mindset. And I really had a completely different mindset going into this run, and it just changed my ability to keep going when it got tough. I decided to pursue the difficult and see how difficult it would get before it got better. And uh, I think they call it bonking, but uh, I, I really didn't feel like I, I straight up bonked, just uh, just minor here and there. And I really don't even think I got to the pain cave. There's a lot of pain, but... It's just, you know, every step, a little bit of pain in the in the ankles and kind of right at the top of my, my thigh, kind of that hip flexor connection point. Um, but beyond that, I just pushed through. There was no major, no major issues. So the mindset, I think, really, uh, really changed this time. And then I really did get the runners the runners high at the very end, which I don't believe I really got the last time, and I think it was because of how hard and continuous I was able to push, and it was a beautiful thing. So I went ahead and uh, took some notes this morning, and uh, really blessed reading through the uh, the four gospels on uh, the crucifixion. And um, I actually went and found a, a photo, and it's from E.W. Bollinger's Companion Bible. And he has this photo of uh, like an ancient, uh, what is it, a sculpture. And it's one of the f- very few that show a big central cross in the center and then two on either side. So... Basically what I did, I just went through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, one right after the next, and then I looked up uh, some some words for the Greek, and uh, I'm just going to run run through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and show you guys what I, what I found, and feel free, if you guys got any questions, just hit me back, uh, it's mytimeofdeliverance at gmail.com. So we're going to start in Matthew, Matthew 27, verse 38. 27, 38, and then we're two, let me try that again. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and the other on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him and the scribes and the elders said, he saved others himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. 
the thieves also. Lily. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. So, this one we see both the thieves uh, denied Christ. They both cast the same in his teeth. Lily is being a pain. So the two thieves is the Greek word lestis, L-E-T-E-S, and these are legitimate robbers. Um, so I want to take you to Mark now. Mark fifteen twenty-seven. And with him they crucify two thieves, one on his right hand and the other on his left. Same Greek word, duo, lestai, two thieves. And to explain this a little bit more, I want to go to Luke 10.30. This word, lestai, Luke 10.30. So here I just looked up uh, on Blue Letter Bible that, that Greek word, and I went through all the occurrences, and uh, this one really kind of showed what that word, uh, lest I, means a little bit better. So Luke 10.30, And Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jer Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And this is the uh, the Levite and the Samaritan, which is a really good one. I might have to come back to that. But that's what a thief does, is he legitimately comes and steals from you. So now we're going to continue in Luke uh, chapter 3. 23, verse 32. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Let's carry on here. Luke 23, 32. And there were, and there were also two other malefactors which uh, led with him to be put to death. And when they come... To the, to the place which is called Calvary. There they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and one on the left. So, we see a different Greek word here, malefactor. And, uh, shoot, I did not write that Greek word down, but it's a different Greek word. And, uh, Basically, a malefactor is somebody who is an evil doer. And uh, I want to continue on to verse 39. And one of the malefactors which were, which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? 
and we indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. So, we saw previously that both the thieves denied Christ and one of the two malefactors rebuked him and the other declared him as Lord. Pretty cool. Lily, you're okay. All right. So I want to show this malefactor term uh, in Second Timothy two verse nine. Second Timothy two nine, and we have wherein I suffer trouble, trouble as an evil doer, even unto bonds. But the word of God is not bound. So we got as an evil doer. Evil doer is malefactor. So you can see the difference between the two. Every thief is a malefactor, is an evil doer, but not every evil doer is a thief. So they're different, completely different group of people. That's why they're described differently with different Greek words. So finally, we're going to go to the last gospel, John. John 19 and verse 18. Where they crucified him and two others with him on either side, one, and Jesus in the midst. So if you go to the, the text, the Blue Letter Bible, uh, and get the Greek words, you can tell that uh, there's a Greek word corresponding to every word except for one. So you just remove that word from the Bible, and then you have the truth. Where they crucified him and two other with him on either side. And Jesus in the midst. So there's Jesus in the midst and two other on either side. Four. Finally, I want to go to verse 3. 31. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for the Sabbath day was a high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and break the legs of the first and then the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. So, it's kind of funny because what do you think the soldiers would have done 
Uh, you know, there's three crucified at once, so they go up to the first guy. Uh, you know, on the left-hand side of Jesus, they break his legs, and then they they walk around Jesus. They skip him, and then break the second guy's legs, and then come back to Jesus. Or does it make a little bit more sense that if there's four crucified with Christ, they break the legs of the first on his left, break the legs of the second on his left, and then they get to Jesus. And that's where the story stops because he is the central figure of all Christianity, of the Bible. After that, with Christ, there's, there's no more to say. So, that's a short, best-I-can-do description of four crucified with Christ. Um, that's it. I love you guys. We'll talk next week. I got the last week of work coming up. Uh, I'm going to test out the, uh, the mobile podcast microphone, probably, uh, hopefully Wednesday this week. And... Uh, See how it goes. All right. I love you guys. We'll talk soon.